0: Reineke Construction is a family owned business right here in the DH School District focused on providing residential construction services with the highest levels of customer satisfaction. They do everything possible to exceed your expectations like they have over the last 20 years. Reineke Construction does jobs from installing a garage door, building barns, to your dream house. They have even built a golf course clubhouse. Services include new construction. Remodels or general repairs for homes, constructions on a variety of frames and pole buildings, and construction of clubhouses and other commercial buildings. Rhiney Key Construction serves Blackhawk, Butler, Grundy, and surrounding Iowa counties, and most of their business comes from word of mouth, which is the best kind of advertising. Look around their website at rhineykeyconstruction.com to see a collection of projects they have built or renovated with passion. If you have comments or questions, please f- feel free to contact them at 319. 319- or r-e-i-n-c-o-n-s-t at gmail.com. Key Construction, measure twice, cut once. People's Savings Bank, more than just a bank to Dyke New Hartford Schools. Not only do they have great services such as bill pay, online banking, insurance services, and mobile connect, but they are also a big supporter of Dyke New Hartford Schools. One way the community and bank work together is with the Wolverine Pride Debit Card from People's Savings Bank. The bank donates six cents for every swipe over $10. It's that easy. Go shopping, swipe your PSB School Pride Debit Card, and support Dyke New Hartford Schools. Contact People's Savings Bank and Dyke for more information. Member FDIC.
1: What's up Wolverine Nation? DNH Loose Change here. My name's Tad Brace alongside my co-host Travis Kew. What's happening, Travis?
0: What is going on, Tad?
1: Just another day in paradise, man. Beautiful rainy evening.
0: Yep. Rainy here rain. uh home of the class 2A girls state champions.
1: Man, that just That'll never get old, will
0: no, it? never get old.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, congratulations, ladies. You, a phenomenal job. Congratulations to all the participants in the cabaret. You guys did a phenomenal job. This is definitely like, like a celebration.
0: Yeah, it was a busy week, and, and it was good. Uh, students uh, stepped up, and like you said, the performances were great in cabaret. Yeah, I couldn't ask for a better, better ending uh, for girls' basketball. Um, academically wise, we had on last week, we had Jane uh, Alderts, and we just found out that they were, um, Jane, along with uh, Clarissa Lemfer, and along with Grundy Center, d who are together, they placed second in the small school division, third place overall at state, and were chosen to represent Iowa in the national small school division in April.
1: Yeah, for the academic decathlon. For the that. academic decathlon, that yes. That is amazing. And just the fact that it happened so quickly right after we interviewed James. Yes. It's really interesting. and, and
0: it's, it's it's karma right there. Yeah. That, that's I, why you want to be on the Loose Change podcast. Exactly.
1: It's a good thing.
0: And give a shout-out to uh, Allison Thompson, the sponsor of the academic decathlon. So uh, good luck to those guys as well. Yeah.
1: We also want to give a special shout-out to Rob from the Grundy Center Register here. The Grandy Register. We uh, before Rob. We're going to preface this a little bit here. We have no idea how to pr- pronounce your last name, so we're going to take two stabs at it. Once from Travis and once from myself. And this is just a big thank you because we have a story coming up on the DH Loose Change podcast in the paper this yeah, week. Was, I think.
0: I think so too. It was it was awesome talking to him on a Zoom meeting and and getting to kind of explain the podcast and how it all came about and stuff like that. So if you get a chance, uh, grab the register and and read about it. Uh, we're not going anywhere. We're yeah. going to come to you every week uh, for 52 weeks. Yeah, so. and
1: Rob was great to work with. I mean, he asked some really good questions, yep. and
0: so I I think his last name is Mahari.
1: Mahari. So Rob Mahari, and I think his last name is Mahari. Mahari. So Rob, you can fill us in on either one of those.
0: Yeah, I'm right, but that's okay. And if I'm not the right, then people are saying it wrong, including Rob.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll see where this goes. Right. <laughs> All right, well, we have a really cool—Travis, do you have anything else to add before we jump No, in?
0: no, we got a great lineup tonight, uh, a phenomenal lineup, and I do like your, um, the title of tonight's episode, uh, Polarizing Performances. I thought that was pretty good.
1: You know, I, I feel like I had to step it up because yours were pretty amazing throughout this whole
0: thing. So. That's pretty good. Who was, who's on, Tad?
1: Uh, well, we have uh, Jalen Gibbs and Asia Klingenborg, and they're talking about the cabaret. Then we had Brian Petullo talking about his transition from South Tama to Dyke New Hartford as the principal in New Hartford. And then we also had Paula Gonzalez and Sophia Hoffman from our state championship basketball team joining us tonight. So a lot of cool things happening.
0: Yep, really cool. So hopefully you stick around and listen and enjoy the show.
1: All right, everybody. We are here with our next interviews. We have Asia Klingeborg and Jalen Gibbs. How are you doing tonight, ladies?
2: Good. Good. How are you?
1: Not too bad. Um, well, first of all, thank you for joining us on tonight's podcast. Uh, very excited to have you both in here. I want to go ahead and start by talking about the cabaret, Okay. First of all, you ladies did an amazing job. Thank Asiya, you. First of all, I had no idea you could sing like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I thought I was the only one who could sing like that. <laughs> and Jalen, you did a great job in pretty much everything you participated in as well, Thank you. too. So uh, before we get to the cabaret, though, I want to just kind of give everyone a background of both of you two students. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, Jalen, you're a senior. Mm-hmm. And Asi, are you a senior as well? Yeah. Okay. All right. So what other activities, uh, and uh, Asi, we'll start with you. What other activities besides the cabaret are you involved in?
2: Uh, This year, I've done cross country, and I'm in track right now. That just started. And I do band and vocal.
1: Band and vocal as well. Okay. Jalen?
3: I'm just band and vocal.
1: Just band and vocal? Don't say just band and vocal, okay? (laughs) Those are two important things as well. All right. So where are you ladies from?
3: New Hartford. New Hartford. New
1: Hartford? Okay. Um, And the funny thing is I've had both of your siblings. I have one of them right now. (laughs) And I've had Mr. Gibbs as well. So um, now let's go ahead and talk about any future plans that you guys are thinking about.
3: Going Seniors to
1: college. Any idea where Jalen? Wartburg. Wartburg. Awesome. Cool. And what are you planning on doing at Wartburg?
3: I'm on the fence between music ed and business. I'm not sure which one I'm Music I Ed do. and
1: Business. That's cool though. I'm glad you keeping I'm glad you're keeping your options open. That's something that's very important. Uh Asiya.
2: Um, I just recently like got an idea of it. I'm thinking speech pathology, maybe.
1: That is a really important area to go in yeah. as well. I just know as a teacher, I see um, ads all over the place from our local AEA agencies looking for speech pathology. There's always positions. There are always positions out there for that. So very cool as well. Um, and again, if you guys change your career paths, great. You guys are very young, so you have that opportunity to do so yet. So... Um, The first question I have for you tonight, what interested each of you in going out and jumping in and participating in the cabaret?
3: Uh, Music is my thing, so I do everything around here musically that I can. Um, So that just was pretty much the only thing. I wanted to do everything I could, so I joined.
1: Okay, and in the cabaret, what all did you participate in?
3: Uh, Jazz band, jazz choir, show choir, and then I do solo.
1: Awesome. And Asia, what were you? um, Well, let's go ahead first. Let's back up a second. What interested you in signing up for the cabaret?
3: Um, Well,
2: for the first two years that I did cabaret, I only I kind of did the bare minimum. I was just in there for show choir. And then last year, um, my friends and I kind of like formed a little band. We called it the the Kool-Aid Jammers. And that was really fun, actually, to perform. And I kind of liked it. And I was like, well, let's do it again this year. And I also signed up for a solo this year too. I was like, well, senior year, may as well try something new. Last year, and yeah, signed up for it.
1: So that's that's really cool because Jalen, I have seen you perform several times before, and you did a you always do a fantastic job. And like I mentioned to you just a little bit ago, you. That was something that I didn't know that you could do. And I think just exploring your interests a little bit with your friends is something that's hugely important as well. So I'm glad you're still discovering interests that you have. And you did a phenomenal job at that, by the way. Thank and you. both of you ladies just, I, I think, you bring so much to the program. I think both of your teachers would be very, very proud of you and are very, very proud of you. Now, what is your favorite part of performing? What is your favorite part?
3: I like to entertain people in a way that's comfortable to me and I'm comfortable with performing music and so I know a lot of the times especially at matinees when the junior high kids are there they get a kick out of everything and so I, I could hear them kind of getting excited about Asia's solo because her song is like super popular and everybody loves it (laughs) and so just getting reactions yeah they didn't care that you were (laughs) they just like the song (laughs) just getting reactions out of people that are positive I think is what I love the most about it
1: okay very cool and Sia, what about you
3: yeah I have to agree with Jalen like this year
2: I was blown away by all the support I got it was really really nice I was (laughs) really surprised and the other one was um, the process of kind of like putting together the acts like especially the group. song I did with my friends even last year was so much fun I get to hang out with my friends I got to make music and then I did it the same this year it was just a really lot of fun um to put it together because it's kind of something that uh we do on our own like cabaret you kind of like have help from miss uh Ben Scooter and Miss Slag they do a phenomenal job of putting everything together but uh we kind of formed that little group by ourselves and it was really cool to see it all come together
1: I like that a lot and one thing that I think gets kind of swept under the rug a little bit is the fact that when you perform like this, you're still part of a team, whether you're doing it, uh, solo, whether you are in the choir or the band, whatever it may be, you're still part of a team. You have people that are doing the spotlights. You have people who are controlling the music, the, the volume of things, everything comes down to the preparation that you guys put into it. So, um, I do think that's, that's something that gets forgotten about. And you both touched on that a little bit. So very nice. Um, the next thing, I want you to talk about. I'd like to get your opinion on this. What would you say to someone who might be on the fence? Because, Asita, you are a perfect example of this. Yeah. You you weren't quite positive, and, and even until your junior and senior year. And, Jalen, you always, have always had this drive and this desire to perform for people. And I think that probably goes back to your sixth-grade teacher a long time ago when you guys were in literature language. Or, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, what, what is something that... um you would tell people just same thing with like speech and and any other performing type um, activity that you would use to get them to go out and explore those interests?
3: Uh, I mean, it's the least amount of work if you don't do any of the big groups and you just want to do a solo. It's the least amount of work you have to do for any activity. Like you practice on your own as much as you need to. You audition, which is super Laid back and super supportive. And then you have like two dress rehearsals and then the show. And so it's not time consuming at all. And if you want to do it, like go for it. It's super fun and everyone's supportive.
1: Very cool. Very cool. I'll see ya.
3: Yeah,
2: I think that's a big thing that comes with it. Um, it kind of like, as I said before, it really surprised me how supportive everybody was. And I definitely was on the fence about doing it. But my friends, they were really supportive. They were like, yeah, go for it. And Miss Slack, especially when I did my audition, she was like, yeah, Asiya came out in the uh, musical last year and she had like a little solo and everyone was like really surprised because they didn't, I never really used like sang before, I guess, and everyone was really surprised and I was just like, well, maybe I should try and see like what this feels like more often.
1: So both of you provided fantastic answers. Um, One thing that kind of stuck out to me a little bit um, was the fact that, ASEA, you were discovering these interests as late as your junior year. And I'm sure, Jalen, you were kind of being supportive. I mean, this is this is one of those things that you don't have to just discover this interest right away when you were a freshman or even when you're in seventh or eighth grade. You can kind of explore these things and grow into them as you go. Um Neither one of you, actually, Jalen, you were a little bit more shy when I had you in sixth grade. And then you started to come out of your shell a little bit more. And then, wow, you really took off and blossomed into this thing. And Asia, you were never like shy by any means, (laughs) not loud or not obnoxious. You just were a very, very comfortable person. So when you say that you started to discover your interest in that a little bit later on, I find that very, very cool. But now it's time for a random question of the day. All right. This random question of the day, if you could disinvent something, anything, any invention, you are disinventing it, what would it be and why?
3: I don't really know if this was ever technically invented, but I hate mosquitoes. (laughs) So if those could go away it'd solve a lot of problems. You know
1: that those are living things, right? Like
3: they can go away. I'll give you that. I'll <laughs> give you that.
1: But I think that's quite that's stretching it quite okay. a bit.
3: I think a lot of people can agree with me on that I it, do though. agree. I'm not their biggest fan. Oh, well,
1: I get that, but I'm just telling you I caught a lot of flack for my response earlier in the year to what family would you be on in a sitcom? And I said The Office, which it's not really a family, and I caught a lot of grief for that. So oh. I th- I hope that you guys catch as much grief as I did. Oh, no. <laughs> Asiya, what about you? If
3: you want to disagree with my mosquito comment, go for
1: it. <laughs> oh, for I'm it. disagreeing.
3: <laughs> well,
2: I don't know if mine's going to be much better. So I'm thinking mine's not very much an invention. It's more of an idea. Whoever um, came up with the idea that you have to wash silverware separately when you're doing the dishes, I'm not a big fan of that. That's probably one of my biggest pet peeves, especially spoons.
1: So I do want to clarify that you, got, you guys understand the question, right? Yes. Okay. Like we're talking about an item or a product and you <laughs> gave me an animal and you gave me a procedure.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm going to give you a couple examples. All right. Chicken fries. Burger King sells chicken fries. I think that's a disgusting invention. Ch- uh, oh. Chicken shouldn't oh. be made oh, into no. French fries. Okay. That's that's one thing. And then the other thing is I sometimes think that aspects of social media should be disinvented as well. The negative side of things uh, on social media can sometimes become overwhelming. And I think there are so many beautiful things out there to talk about funny things, humorous things. Um, So I would would maybe kind of take some of those aspects out. Now I'm gonna give you an opportunity. Are you sure you don't wanna change your answers at all?
2: I think you're a little better at this
3: than we are. We're not great under pressure here. (sighs) I said social media before mosquitoes technically. Okay. Talk All right. That. So I okay. agree. I do agree with that
1: comment. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, ladies, um, I do want to thank you for coming in tonight. It was uh, kind of a chaotic last few days. We've had cabaret, state basketball. Um, we appreciate everything that you guys have done for the Dyke New Hartford community, and I'm sure you guys will continue to support everyone else as well. All right. So thank you very much, and we will talk to you later. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone, we are back, and we have Brian Petullo in the studio tonight, and Brian Petullo is the elementary junior high principal in Dyke, New Hartford, at the junior high in New Hartford. Brian, how are you tonight? I'm doing great, guys. Great to be here. It is a lovely rainy night. New Hartford, Iowa, Got and Dyke, Iowa, got to love it.
0: Always. No snow, though.
1: i take the melting (laughs) snow any single day. All right, Brian, let's go ahead and get started here what um let's get some
4: background information from you um where did you grow up yeah sure well first of all i just want to thank you guys for having me on the show um and also i guess i should be honored that you're having me on tonight with all your amazing guests um (laughs) after you know listen to asia and jalen talking about the cabaret um you know very talented uh students Performing there, they were, and yes, I, they I also noticed that you got a couple stars coming up after uh, from the, the girls' basketball team. So, so thanks a lot for squeezing me in. <laughs> no um, problem. Well, it's the,
0: it's an all star lineup. Absolutely. That, that's well, why you're here.
4: Thing. I have a feeling your viewership is going to drop during this portion of the <laughs> interview. So, well, this episode is called polarizing performers. So, okay, well, all right, I'll, I'll be the low ratings point <laughs> for the evening for you.
0: And and if it makes you feel any better, we don't put. Like some podcasts put a certain time on it, so you can skip right to that time. We don't do that, so they won't know where you're oh, actually good, at, good. and that they'll ma- have to listen to the me, whole that thing. Makes so me feel a lot better <laughs> yep. <for> doing that.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. So okay, let's go ahead, and we're gonna get some background information, and
4: uh, we kind of want to know about where'd you grow up. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So um, I was actually born in Evanston, Illinois. Um, about 10 miles north of Wrigley Field. So I grew up a huge Cubs fan. I'm sorry Uh, about that. Yeah, no, thanks. (laughs)
0: I'm sorry Um, as well.
4: (laughs) Hey, so I don't remember the last time the Twins won the World Series, but the Cubs wasn't too long ago. I can finally say that. So I'm a solid, hardcore Cubs fan all my life. I grew up um, northern suburbs of Chicago um, until I was in third grade, uh, moved to Waterloo with my family. My mom actually uh, originally is from Waterloo. Uh, So we moved back here. I was kind of a transplant to Iowa. Um, grew up in Waterloo and um, went to high school at Columbus High in Waterloo, and uh, ended up at U and I. Uh, majored in history and became a history teacher after college. Awesome! And where did you teach at? Where was your first teaching? Job? Yeah, sure. So uh, w- right after I graduated, I got my first teaching job with the Waterloo schools. Um, taught there actually for eight years. Um, okay, loved it. Great place to teach and great great place to start your career. A lot of great experiences there. Um, and then about five years after I started teaching, I um, decided to go back to grad school and get my principalship um, degree. Um, fortunately, I was able to go through the program with a couple close friends of mine. Um, actually, we all coached baseball together at West High School.
1: Oh, that's cool. And the
4: three of us, um, they kind of dragged me along. I, I wasn't really <laughs> thinking about it. Um, I was at the point in my career where I was, I was ready to look at getting a master's degree and getting some more um, experience and so went went back to you and I actually uh, went through their Ed Leadership program, and uh, graduated a couple of years with my master's. After that, and to be honest, um, as soon as I I earned my master's degree, I wasn't in a huge hurry to uh, to get my first principal sh- uh, job, and I was I just loved teaching. You know, mm-hmm. I was in a good spot, I was in a great school over at Central Middle School actually in Waterloo. It was where I was teaching history. Okay, and uh, you know, after a couple more years passed, I thought, you know what, it's it's time, it's time to start. Uh, taking that next step, uh, so I landed down uh, my first principal job. Actually, was down at South Tama um, uh, School District. A lot of good folks down there. I was there for four years, and um, when when this position opened up, actually, my wife and I we moved. My wife Sarah, mm-hmm. um, who is, by the way, I got to put a plug in here, a
0: D and H graduate.
4: All right, right okay, uh, class of two thousand and one.
0: Well, she might be on the uh, the time travel. That would episode be a good, if we yeah, have one of those that, or a yeah. segment of where are they now so Heck yeah
4: that yeah, would be good get great the family things. secrets and yeah there you go so yeah so that's kind of my connection originally to dnh um and actually so let me back up when i first started the job down at south Tama, uh we decided you know i was driving 45 50 minutes a day uh, one way so we thought gosh we got to get a little closer um so we, we we decided um we were looking for a smaller community so we ended up in dyke um, again, a big part of that reason is because um, Sarah went to school here and but we were also at the time looking for a smaller school district for our own children. Uh, so we landed here and um, made the commute a little shorter for me. And then um, four years ago, when the position at the middle school and New Hartford Elementary uh, opened, I, I was so I was so pumped. I was so excited. <laughs> um, my, my kids, my own children had already started school here um, at DNH and um i thought gosh this is a no brainer i got to apply i mean i'm driving right 2 hours to work each day <laughs> i mean we got to we got to get closer to home so when that opened up i thought gosh what an opportunity um so obviously you know was fortunate to uh, earn that position and by the way tad i i think you were involved in that that interview that was yeah we had the last time that uh you interviewed me was for the the per- now the tables position. are turned yeah. a little yeah i guess i'm interviewing yeah. you again no, this, so well the first time worked out okay so <laughs> yeah. uh, hopefully this works out okay that was too. an <laughs> that was an intense
1: process too i mean i don't know if i've ever been involved in with that many teachers in a room i mean my head was spinning so <laughs> we just kind of spun a bottle and landed it on you so well thanks, no, thanks just kidding, Appreciate that. Just kidding. <laughs> um but now let's go ahead and get our to our next question so and you kind of already answered that. What prompted you to apply uh, for the principal position at DNH? Um, but let's get to the second part of that. Then, yeah, was it challenging at first? You're making a big change from South Tamman to Dyke New Hartford, but I mean, you were living in the community, mm-hmm. so did you yeah, face any yeah, challenges? Yeah,
4: yeah. Anytime you start something new, it, it's different. There's lots of challenges. There's lots of ch- lots of challenges, uh, no matter what, whether you're teaching or or um, moving into the principal position. Um, but like I said. We, we had lived here for a couple of years already. Um, my kids were in school here. I, I knew a few folks. I knew some of the teachers that my kids had had. Um, so that that did make it a little easier to transition. Um, and, again, this this was definitely what a great opportunity um, when it opened up. I was just thrilled, and uh, I was just more excited th- than anything. And that, that kind of helped
0: overcome some different challenges as well. Yeah. What, Go ahead. What, what was one of the biggest challenges or biggest differences between South Tama and here at DNH, oh, you know, there's there's challenges everywhere you go. Um,
4: I would say, you know, I I, I kind of worked my way from from a bigger district, you know, especially starting my teaching career in a in a, a larger school district like Waterloo. Uh, South Tama was a little smaller than Waterloo, and then coming here, uh, even a little smaller yet. But definitely, when you're when you're the new guy, you know, getting to know folks, and um, you know, th- there's folks here who've, who've been here their whole life in, in Dyke and New Hartford, and um, sent their kids to school here. And um, so just getting to know folks, uh, that was kind of the goal that I had coming in the first right. year. I remember the first, uh, the first day on the job uh, that summer <laughs> in August, I was just hoping to meet people. I, I was just hoping, you know, I, I, I think I sent an email out, Tad. maybe you remember this to the staff, day one, hey, if you're around, and most teachers don't want to come around in August, you know, in <laughs> August to meet the new principal. But that was kind of my goal at the beginning was just getting to know folks, getting to know the teaching staff and, um, you know, everybody at the school and the community. And so I think once once I settled in and, and got to know people, uh, that made things just so much better and so much easier, and and we're still rolling forward. Cool.
1: That's good. Well, and I remember, I, I'm i not sure if it was your second or third year, we had a pretty major adjustment to the schedule. I mean, we pretty much gutted it and started from scratch, and I know that was a really challenging uh, – I f- had to be challenging on your end just because – I know how challenging it was to get make sure teachers were in the right spot at the right time, sure, making yeah. sure everywhere was covered, and um, that that alone was quite a bit of a, an overhaul for us. So, and that was pretty early on in your sure. time here. Yeah, we,
4: we've made a, so. we made a few changes, um, and it's interesting. I mean, Tad, we work in such a unique uh, a unique building. I mean, there's not a lot of uh, schools really in the state where we have we have a preschool, uh, we have kindergarten, first and second grade, we've got fifth grade. And we've got a, we've got a six through eight junior high, so it's almost like four different schedules in one. Right. So if you change one, it's going to affect everything. So yeah, that was a that was a process to yeah. get through that.
1: But. Um, one thing I will say though is the, our elementary teachers, man, they they deserve so much credit because they they definitely uh, are willing to move some stuff around and they've helped us out. Yeah. A ton, no, I will so. tell you
4: what, um, Travis, you were talking about challenges and and things, but. I mean, the staff is, is amazing. The staff is great. All the teachers, all the associates, uh, our custodial staff, the lunch, the lunch staff, um, everybody in this district is just, it makes things so much better when, when you're a team and you work together to to accomplish great things.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. It makes it a lot easier. Um, so now what is your favorite, uh, part of being a principal then at the Dyke New Hartford district?
4: Sure. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things to like. I mean, um, just start with the students, obviously. The students uh, are, are amazing. Um, we've got so many great students, hardworking students, um, putting forth their best effort. Um, we've got supportive parents in this community. It's, it's crazy. Um, you know, you go to activities, you go to ball games. the stands are packed. Right. Not only, you know, at the varsity events, but the junior high events. Um, you know, we got, we got parents getting off work early just to come to the events at the junior high. Um, we've got supportive parents in the academic areas. We've got folks volunteering for things. Um, and then you know, building on from there, what's what's not to like? I mean, the staff—we've got great teachers, we, we've got great associates working working with kids. We've got great custodial staff, maintenance staff, bus i mean, bus drivers. Travis, you're you're included in there, and our tech departments—you know, second to none. So um, just having having solid people all the way through this district makes things so much so much smoother. And there's just a lot to like. So.
0: Yep. No, I'm with him, uh, with Brian on that. I've only been here, well, this will be COVID, year and a half or so. And exactly what you're saying It was you come in and and being a a Dyke grad and from Dyke, New Hartford and, you know, from the area. It it makes me feel good that when I, you know, I got to come back and, you know, see all the progress and see all the positive, you know, things that are going on within the the school district. So it's, it's been awesome from that end as well. And, you know, as well as my kids have gone through this. This school district too so it's it, kudos to a lot of people and you know again it always seems like it starts at the top which it should and that's you know administration and stuff and that's where it gets set so it's i, I enjoyed it so far
1: yeah i i mean you two both have a little bit of a connection to Dyke new hartford before um i'm a total implant here and i think one of the coolest parts aside from the relationships that we've already started building and we continue to build on um the opportunities. Uh, there are a lot of opportunities for, for you to be involved in so many different things. You know, We've added so many different sports. There are so many uh, extracurricular activities that kids can be involved in. You can be involved in rec programs. Uh, this community is just a, a great place to be.
0: And I'm with you, 100%.
1: Well, absolutely. <laughs> Travis, you know what time
0: it is? I think it's time for the random question, but I I, I feel like you need to ask this because I'm still – Mulling? Well, I'm not quite sure I understand what the question is asking. Okay. So I'm going to clarify this a little bit for the listeners here. Yeah.
1: Okay. So the question is, if someone were to play you in a movie, so if someone is going to be cast as your role in a movie, um, who would it be? Here's the thing, though. You don't get to choose. You just, you don't get to choose who would pick. So I can't just say, I'm going to pick Brad Pitt because obviously he's a stud and like me.
0: What if we choose for each other? Okay, I like that, but but I don't. The only problem is I don't have any answers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would I would choose for me I would drew, uh, choose Drew Carey. Oh, that's because good. we're both super funny and we're both a little plump, um, attractive, and attractive. But I, but I'm not. You, you I'm, I'm choosing though. That's the, the thing though.
4: You don't okay. wear the glasses. But Travis, no.
1: But you. I th- I feel like if we're all realistic here, we can make okay. that. Okay, I'm just all trying right. to we'll say it can't be like uh, and. I just don't want anyone to pick one that's uh, totally like George Clooney. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Like, so
0: you're okay with Drew Carey? My, yeah, my other I my other choice was was uh, David Letterman.
1: I like both of them. I mean, I, you're not quite as old, and the game
0: no.
4: games I'm not quite not there. In, but well,
0: but he didn't have one back in the day either. You're
4: right. I think I got it for you. If I get to choose for you, uh, sure. Yeah. So uh, I I'm blanking on the name, but <laughs> the who, who's the guy who plays Austin Powers? Mike Myers. Mike, Mike Myers. Myers. You're you're played by Mike Myers. That's a perfect fit for you.
0: I will totally take that.
4: That is that's a compliment. I'll,
0: yes, I'll take that, Harvey.
4: That is a compliment. All right, Brian, who would you who's well, do good, I get to pick for you now? Yeah, you get to pick oh, for me. Oh man. Um well, you said George Clooney's off the table, I mean, I, yeah, I wow. can see right. you, Right. know. <laughs> you that, well, and Brad Pitt, you've
0: mentioned that's off the table yeah, as well, wow, you're so. you're limiting me here. Yeah. 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 It's pretty much between uh you know the guy that played um,
1: <laughs> Thor. <laughs> well,
0: no, and, and not Aquaman either. No, who's the guy? Um, vote for Pedro. Oh, Napoleon Who, uh, Dynamite. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, Napoleon you'd Dynamite fit that character. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I think like that'd that. be a good one for you.
4: Thanks. Well, what's his real name, though? You got a?
0: I don't. I don't his, know his
4: real name. The actor's not Napoleon Dynamite, is it? No, but the guy who plays is that. What you're trying to say? Yes, I just. Oh, yeah, wow. I like that one. That is quite flattering, let me tell you. I,
0: I think that'd be a good one.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. Those are fighting words, but all right.
0: Well, it was either that or Papa Smurf. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. We'll get there. We're. We'll get. Right there. now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so for myself, Danny, because you got to say it, I was going to say Jim Carrey, but like a chubbier version. Sure. I back in the day, he had the crazy hair. I, my hair can get kind of crazy at times. It's I can see that a little bit of humor. I like to be humorous, and
4: I don't know. Brian, who would
0: you pick well, for yourself? So I, I'm gonna
1: come.
4: I'm gonna give you mine here in just okay. second. Well, I I feel like this is unfair. I, you guys need to let me know. Okay,
0: I'm still thinking. And then
4: I'll tell you what I'm thinking. So you have something? I have somebody in mind. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you guys. Tad, you go first, because I don't have anybody right now. Give me okay. a second.
1: Okay, so I, I've been thinking about this a little bit, and it's it's uh, one of those things. I was between Tom Hanks, okay, and I can't remember the name of the other person. He was in Band of Brothers. Um, you know I'm it, not going to be it, any help, because I don't watch series, movies. It's a great a series. Of that. Uh, he he kind of had the same build, shorter hair. Um, I'm, I'm I'm so totally drawing a to blank right now. It's kind of embarrassing.
4: You know, you know who is in uh, Band of Brothers is Ross from Friends. Ross is from Friends in their, no, wasn't was in there. No, I wasn't thinking.
0: I think that's that's actually that that's a good one.
4: I'll take it. Uh, okay. David Schwimmer is that? David there you Schwimmer. go. Yeah. All right. Okay. Not that bad. that'd be my choice. Okay. Okay. What
0: All do right. you have?
4: Well, you know, Ted, uh, you you took the words out of my mouth. I I was going to go Tom Hanks. Okay. But wow. For for a weird reason, um, my favorite movie of all time is Forrest Gump. So, I mean, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but that's who I'd pick to, to that play. That probably me doesn't make sense to I Travis. Like the movie, right. I've never seen it. Well, I don't think any of these choices make sense. So, <laughs> it's it's all good, right? <laughs> but yeah. hey, Tad and you I guess? think alike. Tom Hanks. Yep. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. I like it.
1: Okay. Uh, well, Brian,
0: that's been one of the most. In depth, random questions of the day.
1: Yeah, it was. It was very thoughtful. Yeah, I don't know if I like the thoughtful ones like that or not. Made me think quite a bit. Yeah,
0: my bad on that. That's okay. It's it's all good.
1: Okay. All right. Well, Brian, (laughs) appreciate you stopping in tonight. Yeah, Uh, thank you for joining. us. I appreciate
0: you having
4: me, and I just want to say, keep up the great work with this podcast. You're doing great things. Thank you very
1: much.
0: Dyke New Hartford Booster Club is established as a support group to encourage parent and community participation and to raise funds to enhance and expand the academic, social, and athletic programs that are available to each individual student at Dike New Hartford Schools. The Booster Club feels strongly that parent and community involvement during the school year can be a key to the success of our students here at DNH. Please consider helping our students by becoming a member. Our Booster Club website can be found under the Parent and Community tab on the DNH homepage. Thank you for your support and roll blue.
1: All right everybody, welcome back to DNH Loose Change. We've got Sophia Hoffman and Paula Gonzalez joining us tonight for our last interviews. But before we get started, we're going to get a little bit of background information here, that stuff like that, but I just want to say ladies, congratulations on your state championship.
5: Thank you. Thank
0: yep, you. congratulations. That's it might have
1: been one of the coolest and craziest games I've seen. Um uh, my heart, I don't know. I I can't imagine what you guys were going through cuz <laughs> I was going like having some weird palpitations and things like that. Yeah,
0: being in stands I think is almost harder than being on the court sometimes
5: ask exactly. Becky ask Becky Johnson she'll tell you oh,
0: oh gosh oh we know I saw her rocking and rolling down there in the corner <laughs> like <laughs> if somebody had to like have a watch on her hopefully Cody or no. Justin or somebody was on a on a watch with her Oh,
1: I love Becky and when she came in from uh, introduced the players like after you guys got home the welcome back oh my gosh she walked in and she's swinging her towel around <laughs> and I, I don't know who had more fun right I really don't <laughs> Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get started, and I'm going to talk. Um, I'm going to ask Paula more questions at the beginning, and so we'll get to you here in just a few minutes. Um, so, Paula, first of all, welcome to DNH Loose Change. Um, uh, let's go ahead and get some background info here. Where are you from, Paula? Because you are a foreign exchange student.
6: I'm from Spain, from the north part of Spain.
1: North part of Spain. Okay. Um, and what's your family like in Spain?
6: Um, I have a sister and my parents and yeah.
1: Okay. is uh, I think your dad listens in, actually. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does listen he, in.
0: He I might know. have been the number one fan on the live stream. <laughs> he, we gave him so many shout outs. And our first thing was trying to figure out the time change. Like, okay. So it's, you know, and we had no clue. Somebody told us it was early in the morning, though, when, when you guys played on a regular night. So it, he was definitely, he, he's probably sleeping right now. One of the cool getting things. Getting all caught up.
1: Yeah, one of the cool things about the <laughs> podcast is it tells us where everyone's listening from. And we have quite a few hits from Spain, so I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. that that's probably your family. So we want to give them a big shout out as well here. Absolutely. So you have a, a sister and your parents. Any other family members that you are really close to?
6: My grandmothers.
1: Okay. All right and do you have any other activities or sports that you play in spain or is basketball your your only focus
6: yeah i just play basketball
1: just is that pretty normal to kind of play one sport or
6: yeah i think so
1: okay all
6: right
0: and now here you you did cross country is that correct yeah was that your first time ever
6: running cross country doing cross country
0: yeah yeah (laughs) uh thumbs up thumbs down in the middle in the middle. <laughs> uh, I can tell
1: you a yeah. direction I would go, and it wouldn't be up or in the middle.
0: It would yeah. be down? The only yeah. place you run is to the fridge?
1: Reingart probably <laughs> wouldn't be very happy to me. Very happy for <laughs> me, I should say. Um, awesome. So future plans? Uh, you, you know, being a foreign exchange student, you're getting to do a lot of different things. Do you have any future plans for college? Uh, anything like that? What do you want to do when you are a grown-up?
6: Well... I would like to come here to college again, so, um, I don't know, study and play basketball at the same time, and then I don't know what I want to study yet, so.
1: You have plenty of time. Yeah. You have plenty of time.
0: <laughs> yep. I think I only changed like four times, so.
1: Yeah. Well, four is kind of average now, isn't it? Probably. Okay, but back when you were in school, it was probably, yeah, it was, you, know, you know, most people probably knew right away. Right. I took the long route. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. And <Hey> um, now. <laughs> Okay, and Paula, are you a senior right now?
6: Well, technically, I'm a junior, so I have another year of high school.
1: Okay, cool. Very interesting. And are your classes similar size? Or are they bigger in Spain?
6: Um, they're bigger in Spain, I think. Are they? Yeah. Okay.
1: Very cool. Um, and so did you have any troubles adjusting to basketball in Iowa compared to in Spain? Like, is the game played any differently?
6: Well, in general, in defense, we play, like, much more zone defense here than in Spain, but, like, I guess it's depending on the team you play. But in my case, yeah. But I don't think it was that bad.
1: So the zone, the defensive alignments were different yeah. for you? Okay. um, That's that's pretty interesting. We played a lot of zone, too, in high school. I know a lot of people call it the lazy man defense, but, you know, we did all right. So. Yeah,
0: and I had a coach that – all we did not practice was he all he stressed was man to man, man to man, and as soon as it came out,
1: two three zone, two three
0: zone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was your
5: coach Roustal or <laughs> was it, was, uh, <laughs> no?
0: It not. was not Roustal. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm very close in age to him, <laughs> <laughs> he was a senior when I was a sophomore. So, hey. yeah, had really? good times together. Yeah, okay, yep. Cool. Played on the same, but the only thing we ever played together was baseball. Yeah,
1: he looks a lot younger than you.
0: <laughs> and he's a lot smaller than me too.
1: <laughs> okay. So Paula, um, how how would you rate your experience here at Dyke New Hartford?
6: Um ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Something
1: I mean you've really enjoyed it.
6: Yeah.
1: You know, I know you obviously are gonna want to say winning state basketball, but are there any memories that are gonna stick with you forever um aside from state basketball that you that you'll cherish?
6: Yeah, I would say the people.
1: The people, the relationships yeah. that you've built. And that's kind of what we hear a lot of times. The people of the community are, are really important. Um, any major challenges for you? I mean, that's uh, a pretty big change. What? Uh, do, did you have any challenges coming from Spain to um, yeah. Like New Hartford?
6: Yeah, at the beginning, like the first two weeks, I was homesick. But then, mm. like, it was kind of... Because of the language and, like, you feel a little bit, like, alone at the beginning because you don't have friends yet. But then once you, like, make friends and get along with the um, language and with the subjects and stuff, it's better.
1: That's good. That is good to hear. Uh, Okay, so let's go ahead. And one thing that I heard from the announcers at the basketball tournament um, were that you were kind of shocked at stepping onto the court because it was such a big, big place for you. Were you not used, do you not have crowds like that, or?
6: I'm not used to play, like, in that big arenas, so, yeah.
0: More like a high school setting or a little bigger than that?
6: Normally, kind of the same, like, a little bit
0: smaller. Okay. Yeah.
6: All right.
1: Okay, very good, Paola. Um, it's been a blast to get to kind of know you, and, and tonight's my first time meeting you, but I have Lane Johnson in my class, and he's told me a lot, and <laughs> so I, I got to give him a shout-out as well tonight. And then in a little bit we're going to get to your random question, but now we're going to go ahead and talk with Sophia Hoffman here, um, who is by far the weakest link <sighs> on the basketball team. So let's go ahead and wow Okay, and that's, where, that's how we're starting. Okay. Yeah, but oh, one more thing I forgot to tell you. Remind me on, I'll give you some tips on your euro step later, okay, Paolo, <laughs> okay, all right, so <laughs> all right, so Sophia, background information, what you got for me
5: uh, you know born and raised in uh, New Hartford, Iowa, not Dyke, but I moved to Dyke when I was a kid, I always went to dyke norford, um play soccer, club soccer, play club basketball, just going up to my freshman year, you know, play a bunch of sports, you know, I'm involved in everything, love school, just. Very... Fun, fun kid, if you ask me. So.
1: <laughs> okay, pretty full. Here. Okay, <laughs> no, that's good. Um, now, Soph, do you have any future plans that you're thinking about right now? Well, which Which way you lean in?
5: Uh, hopefully to play college soccer. College um, soccer. I know a lot of people ask me about basketball, but definitely college soccer for me. Um, study business. Hopefully to follow my mom's footsteps and become a human resource manager. Or in the communications field, business field, something like that.
1: She's very, and she is a very successful person, and she still works in Independence and in mm-hmm. Bikini yep. County. Okay, in the health, uh, the hospital there, right? Yep. Okay, very cool, very cool. Um, do you know where you want to go, college-wise? Uh, is that still up in the air?
5: Basically, wherever soccer takes me. Honestly, um, I don't really have any set places that I really want to go to. I, I'm just open, honestly, to anything.
0: Go good. anywhere doesn't matter if it's in the state of Iowa. Yeah, Ma- you smalls. don't care. You yep. d- as long as you're doing soccer, you're yep. okay. That's, That's good. Very interesting.
1: <laughs> when you get out, do you want to stick around the area? Do you want to mm-hmm. venture out?
5: I'm, I'm gonna say probably venture out just see what's you know what else is out there, and then you know maybe come back to Iowa, right. come back to Dyke. It's great. I know somebody great else town. that did that. He's <laughs> 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 sitting next to you? Yeah, he yeah. did. He oh, ventured yeah. out. Yeah.
1: yeah, he ventured out a little bit. Yeah. Came back. Yeah. Okay. We, what?
0: Toured up in the Southwest for a few years and came back so there you go (laughs) all
1: right so Sophia we're gonna talk state basketball here Um, what does this team because this is a pretty special team I heard many times that coach Dahl didn't set any specific goals at the beginning but what does this team you know your peers on the team the coaches what do they all mean to you
5: oh they're they're, they mean so much to me Um, it's great great season Um, probably the most fun I've had throughout high school basketball just it seemed like every day was something new, some new experiences, um, challenges. Really It really tested you as a person, especially going into the state championship and, you know, tough state games and opponents. Um, overall, just I've had a lot of fun this year and being in a different role, especially with um, the three seniors and, and you know, great basketball players coming through the past couple of years and kind of me stepping up in that leader, re- leadership position and point guard, especially since I hadn't played point guard, you know, my whole high school right. career <laughs> is is very, very different, especially from going watching someone like Ellie Foster. So,
0: yeah. And that's kind of one of the cool things doing the live stream is got to see you guys, you know, you all the way up, you know, from freshman year. And so that's from my standpoint, it's kind of one of the cool things to see is, is the progression that, those you know players have from the freshman to the sophomore to the junior the different roles and you hit it exactly on the head you know you have done many different things throughout yeah, for these for last sure. four years yeah. and you've excelled at each one of those levels and so that's kind of cool and you're willing to take on whatever role was given to you and it definitely showed throughout I mean went to the state tournament all four years correct uh it's mom Junior so this will be oh like third yeah year. that's right but yeah, four year. years for, yeah yeah, like Norford, yeah so it's it, that's been kind of cool to see yeah. just the progression of everybody
1: and, and just you know I taught you in sixth grade I had you in eighth grade as well and one of the things that I've I will say firmly is that your demeanor your drive to be the best because it wasn't it's not just in basketball or soccer you want to be the best at everything you do grade wise you were always driven to do the absolute best you can uh, even joking around we always mess with each other we always want to get the last laugh there so which I always won I uh-huh. okay. <laughs> let's,
5: let's not lie on the podcast here. Let's keep it honest. Well,
1: the the listeners can. Okay. We
0: we can always edit that stuff yeah. out if we have to, so that's not a big deal. You just let me know. Just, yeah, just I'll, say that was yeah. false.
1: <laughs> so, um and that kind of leads me into my next question here because you need to have that type of demeanor um when you're facing these certain challenges. And what was your biggest challenge not in the tournament, but as a season?
5: Um honestly, mm that's a tough question because, honestly, I really didn't think we we faced many challenges. I mean, we we all played so well together, and individually we all played really, really well. So in my opinion, honestly, I think time was our biggest problem because we, we wanted, from the first game, right. we wanted to be already at state. We were, we were looking, you know, you look towards the that big goal and you, you want to be there, but it's, it's just you always want to be out on the court. And, like, even waiting before that week, after we finish the regional final we're just like want to play need to play
1: get out there and yeah, do get something out there. right okay um that that is true I, I mean you guys had a pretty successful season obviously perfect record all the way through including the state tournament um
0: was there any pressure with that trying to keep that zero you know knowing that no team has ever done it here at DNH and that you could be the first and so you you didn't want to you know stub your toe or you know every every time you stepped on the court it was like I mean you obviously you have confidence and stuff like that but there's also something of you know what this could be the night or it could not be but the flip side is, you guys didn't let it happen. You're yeah. like, okay, it isn't going to happen because here's what's going to, here's what we're going to do, and this is why it's not going to happen.
5: The last couple of games, I, I I would say like the last couple of games, we kind of felt that little bit of pressure, especially the West Marshall game, kind of ended, ending the regular season. We like we need, we've got right. this. It's in our it's in our hands. We we've, we've got to just finish. Just it. Just
1: don't lose what you've yeah what, what you've got yeah
5: what we've built the whole yeah. season. So, but honestly, the the rest of the season we weren't really thinking about like records and stuff. We just want to take. Like Dahl said, take one game at a time, honestly. Yep. Good.
1: So this next question I'm going to ask kind of for the both of you here. Okay. Um, what emotions were you going through? You're down eight at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And I can tell you the emotions that I was feeling and they were pretty intense. Um, what were you guys feeling on the court? Because when that that fourth quarter started, it was like something snapped inside of you guys and it all came together
5: um i don't know it was just it was such an interesting game especially that fourth quarter um we we this whole season we've you know haven't really been down and it's it's not like us to you know look down and it's, we're always a head up team you know really looking forward to like just getting out on there and grind and we grind things out that's that's how we play right so i mean I, we were a little nervous obviously especially going into halftime but honestly, everybody's morale was really high. Everybody was picking each other up, you know, even after those missed free throws and stuff like that, or like silly mistakes. It, it, it was really minimal, honestly, at the end of it because we won. Right. But at the time, you there was a little bit in the air, but I think we we got it. We had it under control. I don't know how how yeah. do you, how do you Paula, think? What do you yeah. think? I think the same. The same. Yeah.
0: It's and you kind of hit it too that you know teams when something starts going wrong, all of a sudden the blame game comes out and everybody starts. You know, what are you doing there? You know, throw it over here, do this and that, pass it, you know, bad pass. Honestly, uh, from the stands, I saw none of that. It was more like, hey, we got to figure out a way to get this thing done. And as soon as, you know, one or two girls started making it happen, then it, it just ran like wildfire. And then all of a sudden you go from down to eight, down eight to, you know, winning the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it has to be one of the best comebacks or, you know, the last quarter of – of a girls basketball championship game you know that I've seen in a long time
1: I would have to agree with that I, I don't remember a game and um, in, in girls basketball state basketball that came down you know eight points is a lot to overcome in, in the fourth quarter
0: right no shot clock no
1: yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah I just I honestly was expecting them to come out and hold the ball that was my expectation yep. and you guys were able to still go out there play good defense um, and make some stuff happen and uh, that that was really cool.
0: And, so. and Tad said it, I it, and this is Coach Dahl, and this is all, you know, the girls' team is defense is where it starts. And it starts with you guys, and that's what started the whole thing was just turning that notch up, you know, that pressure just a little bit more. And, and so that was really cool to see because in this day and age, it's hard to get people to play defense. Everybody wants to score. Everybody wants to do the offense. Nobody wants to do the dirty work. And to – See the way you guys did it. That was kind of cool to to see that comeback start with you know the defense and what you guys hang your hats on. Yeah, well, you f- talked about grinding it out. Yeah. I mean,
5: if you if you ask Paula, like we'll even say we what well, we we do shell drill defense every day, yeah. mm-hmm. and. We we don't really play, man. Like, I have, could you think of a game the whole season we, we we played, man? Besides the end of the Denver game, but then all of a sudden we were in a full court, man, and we right. were we were picking up at random people at points. We weren't even we were even on our on the, who we were supposed to guard at some, some. That's points. awesome. And we, I mean, we we pulled it
1: out. Yeah,
0: uh,
1: you know that that also speaks to your athleticism as a team. You were able to do that. But one thing I want to know is, you were a very cognitive team. OK, uh, one thing that I saw is you girls were constantly getting in passing lanes that the other team uh, didn't adjust to that. That was an adjustment that they didn't make that you guys did make. Sophia, you got in the passing lane when they, when they took it to the left side. You were constantly getting a passing lane so they couldn't get it back to the right. Paula, you were down a lot of times down low getting in good position for rebounds good position to kind of take away that low post when they were doing that high low so there was a lot of cool things that were happening there and uh, you guys were showing that you did make those adjustments you paid attention to the game plan and you you went in there and executed when it mattered the most um, obviously not at free throws I no, just kidding I get <laughs> wow, <geez. laughs> I, I have to burn Sophia I'm
5: used to, I'm used to it Don't okay worry. To okay it.
1: but the I, the one coolest thing though was the last free throw you took you were trying so hard not to laugh because you had the biggest smile (laughs) on your face and they's uh, the only reason I can talk about this is because I was home with a kid and I was watching the TV and she had like this smile she was fighting back the whole time and that's what kind of when I knew I'm like all right we're good
5: well we want to know inside secret in the in the huddle uh, Dahl was t- telling us if I missed the free throw, he's like, "Well, if we miss the free throw, you got to, you guys got to get back on defense. They could, you know, they could hit three three pointer and one. You don't know what's going to happen." And I looked at Doll and I said, "When I make it," I said, <laughs> I, "I legit I, I don't usually say that much in huddles. I just listen. I just listen." But I was like, "When I make the free throw, we'll go back on defense." And he's and he's like, "Yep, yep. When you make the free throw, yep.
1: Good. That's cool. <laughs> All right, ladies. Now it's time for the random question of the day Ladies, ready?
5: Been ready? Yeah. Born ready, right? Yep.
1: Okay, and we're all going to participate in this here. And tonight's question: If you could choose your own nickname, what would it be? So can, can
0: we? Can I preface that by saying, do you have a nickname currently? And then because you, I don't want them to take the easy way out. Right. <laughs> like if they've already got a nickname, just throw it out there and say, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yep. I, so, I agree. Sophia, do you have a nickname?
5: I have two nicknames. Okay. Madeline Norton, I'll shout Madeline Norton out on this. She calls me Miss Bird because the coaches would call me Larry Bird. Oh. So sure. she'd call me Miss Bird and before every game she'd say, good luck, Miss Bird. And then <laughs> last year, Ellie Foster and all the seniors would call me Chubbs. Chubbs? <laughs> they would call me Chubbs. Oh, boy. And, I, and, then, it, and then I would in turn call, call Ellie Foster Chubbs. <laughs>
1: okay, so you had some... All right, Sorry. I like
6: that.
0: Paula, do you have any that you come with already with nicknames? No. Okay.
6: <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez, PG.
0: Are those new ones? We, we yeah, we can Okay, so you cannot ones. use those.
1: Okay, so Paula, what would you call yourself? We never came back to you though either on that. So you got to come up no, with
0: No, got to come up with your own.
1: But Paula, <laughs> do you have any that you would consider for yourself?
6: I don't know. I'll have to think. <laughs> I don't know. It's a tough one.
0: <laughs> I have I have one that that's been given to me as of late. Okay, I guess so we I, can count I that. Mean, I, I I didn't grow up with it. I didn't um for some for some reason um I like to get a hold of the music when we're out together and stuff like that. And my um, attention span is not long enough for an entire song. So uh, I get called DJ Scribbles. <laughs> because I can only go up last for thirty seconds in a song, and then I have to switch it to a next one.
1: Okay, I've heard so. someone call you that before, and I don't. I was like, "What does that?"
0: No, that's the uh, that's the DJ, DJ Scribbles.
1: Scribbles, DJ Scribbles. Okay, <laughs> all right, very interesting. Oh, gosh, um, mine would be stud, just because I've never been called that, and I thought that would be kind of cool.
5: That was missing from your childhood, yeah, stud.
1: Right. My, it was bad.
0: Yeah. Are, are you sure you didn't hear the second part of that, <laughs> dud? Well, no. I I think they, I think you added the first part because I think they were calling you muffin.
1: Oh, uh, they might. And so
0: you just thought, well, it must be stud muffin, but it was actually they were calling you muffin. Yeah,
1: they had something going <laughs> right yeah, there. I think that
0: maybe fits a little bit better.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. That's probably. Okay. That's okay. Everybody. <laughs> All
0: right, ladies. What do you think? If you had, could give yourself a nickname,
5: I don't know. I don't know.
0: We see you next year on the court, and uh, Joe Huck is introducing the starting lineup.
5: Call me Big Hoss. Big Hoss. Big Hoss.
0: I yeah. like it. Or, or, I do. Or Big Dog.
5: Because because when we go out on um, like introductions, they they bark. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they had a good bark, so maybe Big Dog? I don't know. That's big a good dog. one.
0: I all like right, that. All right. Something like that. Paola, what do you got?
6: I don't
5: know. Got any Spanish names? <laughs>
1: Anything like that? Nothing?
0: I don't Uh-oh. Know. Okay, that's a shout-out to Loose Change Nation.
1: Yeah, uh, we definitely need to come up with some nicknames. And I think for, for both here, okay? Yeah. She does have a good – Sophia has a good nickname that she would call herself, but let's just see. The creative side, what yeah. you guys, fo- what you folks come up with, yeah, and we gotta definitely come up with one for Paula as well. <laughs> sure. and I'll see if Lane can help us out tomorrow at school. And...
0: There you go. I'm, yeah, they'll be flooding in, I bet. <laughs> and we'll we'll even let you choose. We won't, yeah, anoint you with it.
1: We'll email you back and we'll do have some communication. I am not gonna try and email Sophia though because she is the worst. I will not respond if each. you
5: email me. I will not respond. I
1: tried to confirm this. I emailed her twice. I tried to chat her. It was it was one time. It was one time. One from loose change. <laughs> one and email. from Tad Brace, and uh-uh. then I also tried to add you on Google Chat so I could talk to you. Finally, <laughs> Jeez. I, think Mr. I, your, I think I have your
5: email blocked. So, Mr. <laughs> Eichmeier finally good call hunted
1: yeah. you down. So, yeah. all right, Look at, hey,
5: I'm here. I'm here.
1: You are here. <laughs> okay. Yep. You miss missed those emails just like your free throws, and oh, finally okay. show up. And <laughs> <Hey> now. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay, ladies, just want to thank you for joining us here on DNH Loose Change. Again, a huge congratulations not only to you two, but your entire team yep. and everyone that was a part of this special year for you guys.
5: Thank you.
0: Yep, thank that was you. an awesome run. and We appreciate it as fans getting to watch it. So, let, thanks yeah. for letting us go on the ride with you.
1: <laughs> Additionally, Paula, it has been a blast to get to know you tonight, and I really hope you've enjoyed your time here in at Dyke New Harvard in Iowa. Thanks. You're welcome. All right, Wolverine Nation, that's going to go ahead and uh, do it for us here. But before we get going, got a couple things to say. We're going to go ahead and start with the first pitch, Travis. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah, first pitch for this episode is going to none other than Becky Johnson.
1: And I can't think of someone more deserving for the first pitch than someone like Becky. I mean, this has been an incredible week for her.
0: Oh, my gosh. She's had to be in just heaven. Uh, She is, she's a bus driver here and she drives the girls basketball team and she drove every single day down to Des Moines, you know, with those girls and you kind of get attached to them. And, um, big shout out to Becky for again, taking her time to, you know, make sure they get there safe. And she's one of the biggest supporters and she did the three trips without ever using cruise control on the bus.
1: I I think I could probably drive from my house to Quickstar and toss cruise control on. I mean. I I, told, I use it
0: every <laughs> single day on my route and she says she has never used it and it's just it's one of those you know I,
1: it works for her. It works
0: for her and and I so then I thought for sure because this was before I found out before she made the trips down to Des Moines and I thought okay one of these trips either on the way down or way back she's got you know, pretty much three hours, three and a half hours to just hit that button one time. Not and, even on accident. And we got back the next <laughs> day or that Monday, and I went to Becky. I said, Becky, you used it, didn't you? And she's like, nope.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's she's basically a legend when it comes to DNA sports between getting people where they need to be. Um, and then she was also at the cabaret. She took the kids to the cabaret on, uh, what was that, Uh Last week,
0: Thursday morning.
1: Yep, Thursday morning, and then um, I at the very end, she goes. She got and she everybody cheering. Out. She yes. yelled out to the people in the cabaret, the performers. It was it was awesome. Yep,
0: yep. So, so I, first pitch, definitely, Becky Johnson,
1: definitely Becky Johnson. All right, you have anything else for us, Travis?
0: No, it, uh, great guests. Uh, it was fun times. Good listening to them, uh, Sia Klingenberg and Jalen Gibbs from Cabaret. Yep. Also had Brian Petulo. That was good to again one of those things where I don't you know them, but you don't know them. Don't know the the backstory. So it was good to hear from Mr. Petullo there, and then with the girls' state class two A girls' state champion team, Sophia Hoffman and Paula Gonzalez. It was good to hear, uh, listen, find out about each one of them.
1: Yeah, it was a uh, it was just a great night for DNH Loose Change and. We hope that you enjoy this podcast as much as we did making it. So Wolverines, thank you for everything and make sure to tune in to DNH Loose Change every week.